Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 48th episode of What the Wealth. This is a podcast to help you go from financial confusion to financial confidence. I'm your host, Jonathan Bedner. I'm a certified financial planner and co-owner of Paradigm Wealth Partners in Knoxville, Tennessee. Today, we've got uh, a lot going on. It's a new year. Happy 2022 to everyone. Hope you had a wonderful holiday time with your family and friends over Thanksgiving and over Christmas and, and celebrating the new year. This is a time when many people gear back up, set New Year's resolutions, which if you've talked to me too much, you know, I'm kind of a Debbie Downer on, I'll get into that here in a second, but, you know, kind of refocus, readjust and get prepared for the new year. And we're, we're kind of in this mindset as a society that that's what we do. We create these new year's resolutions and power through to them. And most people 30 days later have already failed most, if not all of them. And, and myself too. And a lot of times it's because the new year's resolutions don't really have your heart into it. You just kind of haphazard, you know, make your new year's resolution and then go along with the flow. Cause a lot of other people, you know, are doing that. Or you feel like maybe you you want to, so maybe if you set the new New Year's resolution, you know might might help you. The reality is is that you, you really have to have your heart and, and and mind behind what you're doing, or else it's not going to work. The second thing is you got to have some consequences for not meeting those resolutions. So if you are not creating some sort of negative consequence to try to be your reinforcement mechanism or your own kind of psychological uh, accountability partner, then it's really easy just to kind of shrug your shoulders and say, oh, it's no big deal. I'll set a new one. And then you just kind of get into this vicious cycle where your goals don't mean anything. So I've talked a lot about that over, I don't know, the last 18 months or two years. And I'm writing a new book now. And I spend quite a bit of time talking about identifying your core values, identifying your dreams, and where those two overlap, imagine a kind of a Venn diagram where on the left-hand side, you have core values, on the right-hand side, you have dreams, and where they overlap in that middle section, that's called purpose. And that is where those two come into alignment, and those are the things that you should focus on. That's where you'll get kind of the passion, the energy, the fire to make sure you're doing the things you want to do. I'll give you an example. If family is one of your core values, and let's say a healthy lifestyle is another one of your core values, and maybe your dream is to lose weight, that's a dream that a lot of us are are uh, desire a lot of us have, especially after overindulging in the holidays. I had probably like 300 too many cookies. Um, so I, I have, I have some corrections I need to make in my own diet, but, but what you got to do is you, now you got to actually kind of tie in that purpose. Okay. 
if if family and healthy lifestyle are important and uh, a, a dream is to to lose weight and feel more comfortable, then the purpose is, or you know, kind of the the deeper dream would be. I really want to make sure that I'm taking care of myself from a healthy perspective so that I have time, which is the most important asset you have with your family long-term. And then the consequence is, you, you know, you set a consequence when you don't go on the walk and hit your 10,000 steps, or you don't go to the gym, or you don't hop on the Peloton, or, or you know, you you eat two pieces of cake instead of one, you know, whatever the you know, the action is that is not advancing you towards your dream, you've got to create a consequence. So is that, you know, two a days that you got to do uh, in, in a workout? Is that some sort of monetary payment that you've got to make to your friend to, to help keep you accountable? Is it some sort of, maybe it's a monetary payment to some sort of political candidate that you don't like, that, that might get you. But Something to kind of reinforce if I'm not making progress on my dreams, on my purpose, then they don't matter to you. So if you create the consequences uh, and they're a true dream and a true purpose, then you've got not only just the inspiration to achieve what you want to achieve anyway, but kind of the motivating factor tailwind pushing you in that direction as well. So that's what I want to talk a little bit about with you today. I'm also, like I said, writing that uh, a new book. I'm uh, shooting for that to be published by the end of March, March 31st. And I spent some time in the book talking about that. So be on the lookout this year, 2022, for that to get launched. I don't have a name or title or anything like that yet, but that should develop hopefully rather quickly over the next 90 days. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was you know, we're going to see some changes with, let's just call it important numbers, 2022 important numbers. So this is going to be, you know, how much you can contribute to retirement plans. We're getting a, a, a jump this year by roughly $1,000. So if you have a 401k and you are younger than 50 years old, you got an $1,000 additional amount of money that you can contribute to your 401k, your 403b, your 457. So the new contribution limit for 2022 for people that are younger than 50 years old is 20,500. And that is up from 19,500 last year. So make sure that you are taking advantage of, of that. Also, if you're older than age 50, in uh, 50 or older in those same plans, 401k, 403b, 457, you can contribute an additional $6,500. So if you are 50 and older for 2022, you'll be able to contribute $27,000 into your employer retirement plan. So that is, that's good news. IRAs, Roth IRAs have stayed the same. Those are remaining at $6,000. So there was not an increase on those for this year. So if you are younger than 50 years old, the contribution limit for IRAs and Roth IRAs remains $6,000 that it was in 2021. So there's no change there. That also applies to the catch-up contribution. So if you're 50 and older, 
you get to contribute $1,000 extra into the IRA, into the Roth IRA. Again, that did not change from last year. So anyone younger than 50, 49 and below into an IRA or a Roth IRA can contribute 6,000. Anyone 50 and older can contribute 7,000, 6,000 for the normal contribution plus a $1,000 catch-up contribution for a total of 7,000 into the traditional IRA or Roth IRA. You can't do both, one or the other. Uh, or you could do both, but it, the total has to meet that six or $7,000, depending on your age bracket. You cannot max out both. I had that question from someone a couple of weeks ago. Can, can I do both? And the answer is no. That is an aggregate limit. So that's that limit is the total between the two. And there's some other income thresholds you got to keep in mind. So, so you'll want to check that out. But that's good news. You're going to get to save more, especially in your 401k this year, 401k, 403b, 457. So those are all really good, uh, really good things. I wish the IRA got a raise this year, but unfortunately it didn't. The other thing to talk about is the HSA. It got a slight bump, not much. Um, but as you know, I'm a big fan of health savings account. I call this the Swiss Army knife of accounts. The reason I call this the Swiss Army knife of accounts, you get a tax deduction when you make a contribution. So that comes off of your tax liability. The money grows tax-free. So as long as the money is invested and growing and earning, you don't pay any taxes on that money. Thirdly, finally, as long as you take money out for a qualified health expense, then the money comes out tax-free like it would in a Roth. So you're getting the benefit of a tax-deductible contribution on the front end. On the back end, you're getting the benefit of a tax-free investment as long as it's used for qualified health expenses. If you want to know more, you can check out the show notes. I've done a podcast about health savings accounts in, uh, in the past and, and why I consider them to be uh, the Swiss Army knife so uh, of, of accounts. So I'll make sure I put that in the show notes uh, so you're able to find that. So for the HSA, for 2022, you're able, as an individual, you're able to contribute $3,650. That's up $50 from last year. As a family, you're able to contribute $7,300. So that's up uh, $100 from last year. If you are ages 55 and older, you are eligible to contribute an additional $1,000. So if, if you are in a individual plan and you're older than 55, you can contribute $3,750. So I think that is a very good reason to use health savings accounts. If you're not already taking advantage of those, make sure you start taking advantage of those. It is one of my favorite accounts. So I think those are some of the main issues uh, or, or numbers uh, as far as retirement income contributions goes this year. Um, there's a couple of other benefits, you know, on, on defined benefit plans, defined contribution plans, simple IRAs. So there are way more numbers than I can actually go through on this without just kind of rattling your brain and making them all run together. So I'm not going to go through all those. The next thing I want to talk about is, you know, some of these issues to think about at the start of the year. You know, here we are, you know, just a few days into 
2022. And I think it's important to kind of revisit where do you stand today versus, you know, what happened in 2021. And so there's, there's lots to kind of cover here, personal issues, cash flow issues, things that maybe happened in assets or debt issues, you know, net worth world, insurance issues, tax issues, legal issues. So there's a lot to kind of unpack here. And I think I may do this over a couple of different podcasts. So um, for this one, we're just going to stick on these personal issues and then we'll, we'll take these next couple of podcasts to, to flush the rest of these out and give you some things to think about over the remainder of this first quarter. So on personal issues, you know, we talked early on about, you know, dreams and, and core values and the purpose. And so I think it's important that you spend a little time reflecting on that and, and try to decide, you know, what is your objective for this year? What is your dream? Not necessarily in this sense. I mean, it could be your long-term dreams, but what do you want to do just this year to make sure that you're moving that needle forward, you're advancing the ball forward, and that you're making meaningful change uh, in you and your family's financial plan? So you need to assess the progress you made towards your objectives last year. So review and compare your financial models. Um, this, you know, look at a snapshot. Where are you today? Where are you versus you know January of last year? Look at your, you know, your debt, your income, your, your account balances. Did you look, did you get your, your goals, your objectives, your, your uh, New Year's resolutions accomplished? Did you, did you succeed in what you set out last year to do or did you not? And if you didn't, that's okay. Inventory the things you did accomplish and inventory the things that you didn't accomplish And then maybe think about the strategies and why they worked and why they didn't work as a way to reflect so you can learn from what happened in 2021. If you have not identified new goals for this year, then I strongly encourage you to do that. And I'm not going to rehash that because we have already talked about that at the beginning of this podcast again. So I'm not going to touch on that. Are there any life events that are likely to occur for yourself or your immediate family this year? Is someone going to move? Is someone getting married? Are you expecting a birth? Is there potential higher education costs, changing of job, retirement, illness, death? There are lots of things that happen, some planned and some not planned, that can cause moments of transition. It's probably a good way to say it. And that may, may need attention monetarily it may just need attention from your time can you can you spend some time focusing on this some may you know do a combination so think through are there any life events that may occur this year and and how do we need to plan in advance for those so that it's not just you know in the 11th hour trying to get something you know done the next thing thing to talk about is whether you or any of your family members will reach a milestone age this year. So does anyone turn 50, you or someone you know? If so, then maybe we can go back and revisit those catch-up contributions like we talked about a few seconds, a few minutes ago. Are they turning 62? Are they able to get on, you know, start drawing Social Security? Whether they should or should not is not the comment for this 
conversation, but it's more about, are they even eligible? That's something to think about. Um, has someone turning 65, are they eligible for Medicare? You know, have they hit their number of years in, in, at their employer to retire? There's, there's a lot of things to think about here when someone reaches some milestone ages. So just think about that. Are you or anyone reaching a milestone age this year? Yes or no? If yes, what do you need to do to kind of just think proactively about that so that you are prepared for that uh, in advance and not proactively and not reactively? And then finally, are you concerned about any variables or circumstances that could potentially impact your plans for this year? Is there something that um, is worrying you or you're thinking about that you know you think could disrupt your plans or cause an impact to your plans? And if so, you know, talk about it. Talk about it with your advisor, your CPA, your your legal counsel, your family, your spouse, your financial advisor, whoever you think you need to talk to about that, just to make sure that, again, you're being proactive about some of these concerns and not just reactive to them. So that's what I have for this podcast today. Just wanted to make sure that we kick off the new year kind of reflecting and thinking and just in that mindset of growth, how do we get better? What do we need to do to, to continue to advance so that you are, you are planning for life and a retirement of confidence? Thank you for listening to the What the Wealth podcast. Uh, I appreciate the time that you've spent with me today, and I look forward to, to you joining me again on the next podcast We'll dive into some other issues that you should be thinking about and focused on. Have a wonderful rest of your week and weekend and look forward to seeing you again. Create the life you love. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. of this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.